So I was explaining it to, to somebody else in the chat and this guy perks up and starts, he's like, he's like, Oh, so you know about Sunnis? And he starts like trying to sell me on ISIS. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like, uh, so ISIS was actively using telegram to recruit people at the time. Um, and, yeah. You are about to enter a nexus of science, violence, and nonsense. Where fake news, pseudoscience, and weaponized stupidity meet full contact fact-checking and peer-reviewed ass-kicking. And as always, no bullshit allowed. Recorded live at Mosquito Headquarters in Austin, Texas, this is the Art of Fighting BS podcast. You are fake news. Come on, man. Science is interesting. If you don't agree, you can fuck off. Let's do this. Well, we, we were here to yeah. uh, to talk about some of the, the darker sides of the internet, the chatter that's going on um, over there. Because yeah. um, you have a special insight into a lot of that um, through Telegram, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, let's see, I was using a, a social network that is now completely defunct, uh, made by some Russian oligarch at one point, it was called Plague. It was the weirdest, like, social network, and I met a bunch of guys, and we were, like, discussing, like, political stuff, and I think, at the time, they were libertarian, at the time. Because <laughs> you can only remain libertarian so long if you start hanging out with them online. Uh, and, um... So, like, they started a Telegram channel, and then because of it, like, I took over the channel. So I, I had, like, a Telegram political chat for a long time. And then uh, I would also sort of troll um, Telegram libertarian groups. As, uh... <laughs> but uh, I encountered so many fringe political groups uh, that just kind of are nightmares. Like we, there are times like our chats now closed and we don't really do politics. It's like now a friend group, but, uh, at, at the time when it was growing, like it was the wild west. Like we were, we were literally banning Nazis. I think like every week. Oh shit. Um, yeah, it was bad dude. And then at one point, uh, at the height of ISIS, um, <clears throat> we were having a discussion about like, um, the middle East and the the geopolitical storm over there and i was explaining to them that you know when i was in iraq we the shia hate the shiites hated us and we were probably fighting shia militia there and then on top of that uh the sunnis seemed to love us because we were going to like sunni towns like measure and stuff where they would cheer and stuff like that yeah and then everything flipped and isis became like the sunnis became isis and started doing like all those like just unnecessary killings and stuff like that yeah. and giant terrorist group so i was explaining it to to somebody else in the chat and this guy perks up and starts he's like he's like oh so you know about sunnis and he starts like trying to sell me on isis and i was like what oh shit <laughs> what are you talking about like uh so isis was actively using telegram to recruit people at the time um Fuck. and yeah yeah it's a mess like i don't like telling people that I have a telegram chat, even though it's just, it's a closed chat now. And it's just a group of friends um, yeah. because like it's what it's become is frightening. Like it's really, it's a really good tool for, for protests and stuff like that. We should probably explain that too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and explain just the whole app and the okay. medium. So um, 
Telegram was started when there was a Russian, there was a Russian social media site. I can't remember the name of it, but it's the equivalent of, of Russians Facebook. And it, it basically got infiltrated by the state and the state took, took control of it at one point and kind of messed with it a bit. And the creator of that, his name is, um, uh, oh God, dude, the fact that I can't remember his name is going to drive me nuts. Uh, Durov, Durov, Telegram creator, I'm going to get his name. Pavel Durov, Pavel Durov. Um, so he basically didn't want, uh, he didn't want um, somebody messing with, uh, he wanted to make, make a social media app that nobody could mess with. So he created yeah. Telegram and it's, it's peer to peer. I've heard that the, it's encrypted, but the problem is only some chats are encrypted, like secret chats and stuff like that. Um, and the other problem is the encryption might be homebrew, which is super not secure. Yeah. Um, but I always wonder about that. Like, is it not secure or are they trying to sell you on like state sanctioned PGP type stuff? Like, I, yes. I don't know anything about encryption. Yeah, I, I know just the little bit that's stuck in my brain from when I worked in that that field like a million years ago. But okay. yeah, I mean, I, I, all I know is like open source seems to be better because people can inspect the code. Yeah. And yeah, say, hey, okay, hey, here's a vulnerability. Let's fucking fix that. Yeah. So, yeah. Or, they can't see the fact that you've just got this giant hole back door that, you know, you're yeah. whoever you want to give access to can just right in there. Yeah. So they, um, <clears throat> so here's what happened. Uh, he basically, he made this, this, this chat that is like, there's no way to shut it down as far as I know. Um, and then even if, even if it doesn't have, well, maybe I'm thinking of a different chat. No, no, no. But there's there's no way to take control of it. Like nobody can can take control of it. Nobody can sort of peer into it. You can't have man in the middle attacks. Yeah, like those still exist. Um, but it's supposed to be really secure. Is it really? Not really, because there's always a human element. And and there have been, I believe there was a some South American country. I can't remember which one, but they had they had a, a chat with a bunch of their political leaders and they were saying like really like homophobic or racist stuff. And somebody just recorded the chat and like submitted that. And then they, they stepped yeah, down after. So there's always a human element to like shit. things not being so They actually stepped down after being caught saying horrible shit. As far as I know, That's I wish I could places. give you more details on that, but you know, my brain damage, I only get bits and pieces. That No, just... no, I'm just saying that, you know, that, that would just be another Tuesday and you know, something like, Oh yeah, that's a political party, which we won't name because we're pretending to be uh neutral on things you know even despite the fact that a lot of the problems are coming from one area on that especially these days god yeah so i don't want to get derailed on that but yeah so some places still have shame and that's a good thing so yeah 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 that's true um but uh so anyways uh when it started it was supposed to be just like a tool for for protest it was supposed to be a tool for speaking out against oppression and the problem is, is when you make something that's supposed to be like a privacy center tool uh, that is used for stuff like that, it gets like fringe political groups from the far right, fringe political groups from the far left. They yeah. all start like using it and then it just becomes a big shit show. Um, <laughs> and that that's the problem with it. It's like we can't even open our group up to public anymore because like we'll just get like just an absolute train wreck mess of human beings and man could i tell you some stories about some of them good god well i mean if there's a any ever uh, have the time for a stories it would be uh you know uh 
Oh, let's see. We we uh, we had one dude who swore he wasn't like a Nazi, but started like he was telling us stuff like uh, he had a big. He's like Germans divide into two groups: either big bassy deep German voice or like squeaky like whatever voice. And I fall on the big bassy German voice side of things and he was telling us other weird stuff and eventually we heard his voice and he was like a squeaky like mess of a voice so it was pretty funny um but he started screaming at us about like he had an heirloom sword that he passed down from from generation to generation and there was like screaming at us about like blood purity and then eventually like we were like okay you're a nazi dude like you're you're not you're not even like 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 dog whistling this this is very clear you're a nazi like yeah. get out um and i'm trying to think of what else there's so many um the sad part was was i saw people go down those rabbit holes that we had to like cut ties with where like um we had a couple guys who were like uh they were they were pretty libertarian uh when we started hanging out on online and and the sad part is like libertarian tends to be really impressionable like um uh, guys guys of a certain age that are really impressionable and they're just primed for recruiting from the the further fringe groups and uh this guy got like beyond like racist and and like eventually we had to just cut ties with him and then and then come to find out like he had drowned in like some river by some like freak accident after that oh shit yeah dude, it was pretty pretty rough end for somebody like they not only did he lose himself but then he died right after well i guess uh, just nobody you know should have had to risk their life to to save him or jump in for you know for his sake <laughs> the sad part was we found out he was a fireman after after he drowned like apparently he had just got, gotten certified as a fireman and like his family was oh, saying about him and they, they they couldn't explain the drowning like he just went down and didn't come back up in a river and they damn it was like well, no explanation was he from new hampshire um took that state motto seriously <laughs> what's the state motto live free or die live free or die he might have been yeah that, that, i was just making a, a very oh very yeah i was like oh, I was just, look for a second. Was, was like, nah, yeah I, <laughs> I, I tend to do that it's, but uh, i got you um yeah there's that there was a there was another dude that like he started talking to me about like this was his in with me was he started talking to me about firearms and he was like talking about like Russian firearms and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, cool. Like, AKA, like, you know, we talked, yeah. talk a couple firearms and stuff like that. And then, and then it just became like, like he was basically a giant simp for Russia and anything Russia did. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> And it wasn't like, it wasn't like he was like a tanky communist because like yeah. those people you're like okay you're a tanky communist like i get that this guy just generally like loved like putin and russia and i was like what what are you doing like such a weird horseshoe the the the, the tankies that are you know super you know far to the extreme left and then there's yeah. the, the extreme right and they just kind of meet in the middle at putin and it's the weirdest fucking thing right um, yeah, I don't I don't get it at all. Even like all that weird January 6th stuff, like they were they were getting like info from Russia or something, like at one point yeah. or like trying to send laptops off to Russia. And oh, I was yeah. like, how are you so far like you claim to be like such a super patriot that you're gonna 
you're gonna stab us in the back with like one of it's, our biggest enemies do, do they think the russians are russians are pro-america that that's never never been the case no. I mean, fucking reagan would would go ape shit on these people right i i, I don't know like i <clears throat> i have seen that there are like there when we, when we talk about people we should talk about like the regimes because like I know there's a lot of good Russians out there. I've seen interviews with a lot of good Russians oh, that were it tons. Fun of, I mean, they're, they're, uh, the, they're the ones that keep getting thrown in prison or hauled off to, you know, like because right. they're like, fuck this, this is wrong. Don't don't do this. And then, you know, yeah, yeah gulag for you, buddy. Yeah. So yeah, Telegram is a complete shit show. But what's better? What's better these days? Like Discord's got its own problems. And <laughs> God. Have you heard about this little uh, app called X? Oh. <laughs> yeah that mess of an app jesus uh, has he done anything worse. to make it better better no um it, better for his purposes of completely delegitimizing it as a platform for people to have uh like near instant news and you know grassroots movements and stuff like that yeah he's 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 made that better to suck because you know it's just a stream of misinformation now the spe- the the gaza thing the the israel gaza thing has oh yeah it is just a fire hose of nonsense that you can't even use the app really for anything because you know one video you see is probably from 2018 but they're like oh this just happened and then you unless you are a, a really talented fact checker or somebody that's just got you know been doing this stuff for a long time that can like call yeah. bullshit just you're like this this is off uh people are just taking it at face value because it used to be, you know, you could be reasonably certain that a video that was shared to Twitter uh, got a lot of, lot of views and stuff like that of a current event that was actually happening was probably legit because somebody was there doing it. Yeah. Um, that's not the case anymore because he brought back all the Nazi accounts, all the, I mean, yeah. maybe not all, but several of the, the pedo accounts, like dudes that were just straight up like those people, yeah. Like unfiltered just let almost everybody back on the platform who wasn't an abject like obvious liability people like alex jones and i think alex jones might have been got brought back on for a little bit and then rebanded yeah. or something like that yeah alex jones so. is a time bomb let's be honest <laughs> like, oh. that dude's not gonna last anywhere no um, no you can he 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 looks like alcoholism.jpg he's just you know got that red face he and, looks um, like alcoholism, but also maybe has fetal alcohol syndrome. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a mix. He's like the the second generation. He's been drunk since before he was born. Yeah, oh, what a mess, dude! Taking it back in the womb. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, there's there's not much out there, and I think that's God. That's going to sound conspiratorial, but that is by intent. I won't say it's by design, but there are a lot of people that were like, um wanting to stifle the spread of uh you know ground level news and information getting out um grassroots stuff uh they want to stop another arab spring um yeah which why you see pictures of elon musk sitting there like in a booth at the world cup or wherever with the saudis um Mm -hmm. who lent him a ton of money so that he could buy twitter Twitter. yeah good old let's just call them for what they are bone saw yeah the, the, the bone saw brigade yeah and we just don't give a shit you know because uh, my my favorite incident example of that whole thing was uh i think it was around 2018 
or so, um, well into the Trump presidency, where a bunch of Turkish protesters are protesting um, Erdogan, uh, who was going to the U.S. for something. Like and he was in D.C., yeah. they're protesting it, and these are American citizens, Americans, you know, Turkish American citizens, and they're protesting the guy's mo- convoy. And Erdogan's bodyguards got out and just beat the shit out of them, like on American wow. soil, and nothing happened. Not a goddamn thing happened. They just ran out there, bum rushed them, started throwing fists, and then left. Not a goddamn thing happened. Huh. I didn't hear so, about I mean, that at all. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I didn't, I, I, I didn't think about it. And are, are we, I mean, God, I, again, I, I like to go back to Reagan, not, not because I like Reagan, because fuck Reagan, but, yeah, yeah. you know, could you imagine if some Russian dudes, uh, Gorbachev's, like, I don't know, gang had, like, beaten up some American Russians? in washington dc and then just fled i mean all the we would have had a nuclear war yeah and it's fucking turkey who are we worried about turkey i mean oh no uh sorry i mean it's just a shit now we're getting we're getting way off of the the topic um i'm just yeah we are grievances but really by by design a lot social media I mean, the, the highlight of social media was before there was a term social media. It was forums. Yeah. It was online communities where you could find that some of them were huge, like something awful. Um, yeah. And some of them were niche as hell, like, you know, uh, 1974 Camaro Z28 forum dot biz, you know, that yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. Like three guys sitting around talking to each other. But that was the best. That was when the internet was at its best. And I'm not trying to sound like an old coot here, but uh, yeah. It went to the Facebook, Twitter, you know, like it got homogenized down to a few sites, Reddit now. Um, and then once the, those, the conglomeration happened, it started to, the, the, they started like squeezing it for not just for revenue, for data, for that kind of thing, but like tweet, putting their thumb on the scale to affect what was, what people were saying. You know, because maybe it wasn't the best thing to be talking. I, people were complaining today about the shooting in Maine on yeah. Reddit, and it took yeah. hours for that to get uh, to start trending according, you know, to the front page. Even yeah. though that was a major news event, um, one of the worst, well, definitely the worst ma- mass shooting um, in the last, I don't know, twenty four hours. Because this is Have they caught him in the last twenty four hours. Oof, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no no seriously uh like a couple of years ago we were gonna have a podcast i i bring this up all the time we're gonna have a podcast about a mass shooting and then the guests couldn't uh make it i was like that's okay we'll just wait a couple of weeks and we'll have another one and you can come back on and i swear to god that fucking happened oh wow wow so uh, yeah. we uh we when we when we had our comic shop we were having a uh um we were having a convention like a mini sort of mall convention and uh, the guys that were supposed to pick up the tables that like rented them to us, uh, they couldn't show up because they were caught in that shooting at um, God. What is it? The um, the uh, what is the name of the garlic fest? Gilroy Garlic Festival. Oh, Gilroy. Gil- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that Damn. the guy. The guy told me he was like, I was literally like two people away from the shooter. He was like, he was like, I was from here to over here, and he pointed like ten feet away, and he said that. Uh, that he couldn't run because he, he had like a torn ligament in his leg. So he like tried to limp away. And yeah. apparently like there were so many cops there that weren't, weren't like they weren't in uniform that somebody just shot him like right away and ended the, the, the shooting like almost instantly. Well, that's so, nice to hear. Cause I mean, yeah. if they were the Uvalde police, they would have just, right. 
just all, you know, retreated behind a barrier and waited until everybody was dead. I still, to this day, I can't understand what happened there. Like, especially because when we were trained in the army and you know, like yeah. when, when it's time to go, like you're ready to go. Like you're just, ready. Yeah. Like, there's enough. The bullets are coming from that way. That's where I'm going. That's exactly. And, and like, you had to, like, there had to be no training, no muscle memory. There had to be somebody in charge who was just a coward. And yeah. I don't understand how, how all of them did it. Like at some point there should have been someone else that like in the line that would have been like, Hey man, we need to go. Like there's kids screaming, like it's gotta happen. And yeah. they, well, there was that one cop. I mean, there's video of the cop and he was just going to rush in. And one of the other guys put a hand on his shoulder and stopped him. His yeah. fucking wife was in the room. And they, and then he was like checking his phone. Cause I guess apparently she was texting him. Um, let's get the, feel free to correct the story. Anybody in the comments yeah. and the replies yeah. um, so that we're not spreading misinformation here, or like rumors, but that is my understanding of the story. The guy, and I have complained about it since was going in there. Cause that was his wife. And they yeah. just put a light hand on his shoulder and stopped him. And nobody did anything until they're fucking, I guess they ran out of bullets. I mean, what the fuck? There were like 70 people there. And the Uvalde it's, Police Department. Kids, dude. Even one kid. One kid is reason enough to go in. One kid. Like, yeah. yeah. One kid. Is one teacher. One teacher. Like, yeah. like, oh my god, dude! Like, your job is a the reason they give you a fucking gun as a police officer is to use it and put yourself in the line line of harm to prevent yeah. other people from getting harmed. But you're just they don't think that the, the mentality now has gone from to protect and serve to protect myself. And when you know, when we the yeah. fuck we get around to it now, yeah. they're obviously they're good cops, and yeah. I'm not trying to you know split the hair split hairs have it both ways here, but there are legitimately good cops that stop these things, like you said. Yeah, that will you know I got a gun, motherfucker. You're you're going down, and you know take a take, shoot at me. Don't yeah. shoot at them. Yeah. And but that doesn't seem to be the dominant mentality. And when you got assholes like um oh the Dave Grossman out there teaching that warrior cop mindset. Where you're gonna go <laughs> home at the end of the day, uh, and all things, and yeah, you're just yeah. gonna be ready to kill, and you yeah. know, blah 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 blah. But you know, your your safety is most important. No, motherfucker, that's how it works for like EMTs and firefighters. Yeah, the police are show, they show up to secure the scene, yeah. and then you go in to do the medical rescue and stuff like that. But if yeah. the police aren't securing the fucking scene, what are you gonna do? Because I, I I got my EMT license like a, a decade ago. And that's one of the things they teach you. Like, is the scene safe because the cops have secured it? Okay, then you can go in. But yep. what the fuck is the point of a cop if they're not going to secure the scene by putting themselves in harm's way? Yeah. I, I, I just can't. Because, like, the guy had one rifle. Y'all had how many people lined up? Like, yeah. Oh, my God. What a mess. Yeah, over 50 at least. Yeah. And and I don't I don't have a veteran brother who, like, if he'd been in that situation, he wouldn't have gone charging in with a rifle. Like they all would have like yes. every last one of them would have gone in. Like, I don't, it doesn't which make which sense. makes me wonder about who the fuck was there because there are a lot of veterans in law enforcement. Yeah. I mean, I I've known I've worked with dudes that are on like a Texas, Texas DPS SWAT teams, like bad motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, uh, but that, that would have run straight into that. And, you know, it's easy to say that, you know, everybody would, but no, I mean, the, what the fuck were they doing? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Sorry. That, that's a whole <laughs> no, derail. But it's God. stuff that makes like, 
us as veterans just like lose our shit dude like, and, but then the cops want to dress up like us too yeah you know they right. want to put on ocps or you know they're they're they've got their combat uniform motherfucker you're not going into combat i mean you're not supposed to be you're supposed to be going into the neighborhood and you know yeah that actually reminds me of this i just thought about this that i was at west point like i was at west point and there was some shooting i think cop was shot okay um and so like the, half the fucking new york state police were out or maybe this guy was like shooting cops anyway the half i swear half the fucking new york state police were out prepping on the rage and staging and walking around like billy badass and they're fucking you know their uh combat uniforms and shit with their combat shirts and you know their plate carriers and stuff i'm like and you could tell they're just like swaggering around and god knows if they even fucking did anything but there's so many of them that were just staging like they're gonna go to war on fucking west point and you know i was just i rolled my eyes i went by them and they were like doing that thing where you know you look at somebody is like hey are you looking at me look how fucking cool i am look look at this and and so i I would just roll my fucking eyes at them as i was just riding by god and that's just the mentality it's like they want to fucking cosplay as soldiers they want to wear the gear they want to carry the guns they want to drive the fucking armored vehicles yeah but when the time when the time's to go down i mean what what are they doing yeah well i mean and it should be clear like they're not soldiers like like it, it would benefit society as a whole if cops could get back to where they were just you know trying to befriend the community and trying to avoid yes. like violence and shitty situations um let SWAT be soldiers because that's what SWAT does is yeah. go in shooting like absolutely and if but you want to be the first option position, then fine okay yeah. but like ah it's such a mess uh oh well oh. we're not gonna fix that with this podcast uh, yeah but <laughs> you know a special uh Fuck you, Dave Grossman. You oh, fucking yeah. fuck. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to talk about Palestine and Israel? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, I mean, I mean, I know enough about it. I I know the history. Yeah. Um, but honestly, there there isn't nothing I can say that will contribute anything worthwhile to the discussion, other than fuck, man, just stop fucking killing innocent people. Right. Uh, that that's all I have to say. Yeah. Well, I that's, give a fuck who you are. That I think that's my problem with this situation is like all of a sudden there's all these experts on like the Middle East and war. They don't know what they're talking about. And and like us as soldiers, I think we know that that anytime somebody commits a war crime, like I, I think the term is that poisons the well of the world because once yep. somebody commits a war crime, the other side commits a war crime and then it just escalates and escalates. Yep. And it it that I, I had a buddy who was telling me that like, oh, the, the only good guys are Hamas. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I would the argue that, that, that Palestine, they're, they're good guys in Palestine, for sure. Yes. Good Palestinians. Um, there are good Israelis, like civilians all caught in the middle, both sides good. But is is Hamas good? No, fuck no. Is is uh, is Netanyahu and his regime good? No, fuck no. <laughs> like, like both sides. Yep. And I had to explain to him, I had to be like, look, it opened with a war crime. Like they were killing innocent people. They were taking hostages. They were torturing and mutilating and, and kidnapping children. And yep. like all of that is war crimes. And then now Palestine's being bombed and they're, they're cutting off water and electricity. And they're basically torturing the civilian populace. And that's a war crime too. And yeah. it's going to keep escalating, dude. But yeah, such- yeah, no, the only thing I, tr- I've 
my only contribution to that, other than just stop fucking killing innocent people, is that people divide it between down the line Israel and Palestine. They they, yeah. they split it in the sides. That's not where the fucking dividing line should be. The dividing yeah. line should be way the fuck up here. The small group of people on the at the top of both Israel and Palestine versus all the fucking normal people who just want to live, send their kids to school, fucking right. have a happy life, watch some fucking Netflix. Drink some beer, eat some halal, fucking you know whatever the fuck, and and just mind their own goddamn business. Right. But it's the it's the small, tiny, tiny groups at the top. It's imagine a circle. Yeah. Instead of drive, dividing it straight down the middle, bisecting it with you know Israel and Palestine, it's just this tiny little fucking slice off the top of the sociopathic motherfuckers at the at at that area that want control over their side, and they seek it out by attacking the other side, and vice versa. And it's just it never ends until we figure out how to way to i don't know i'm gonna get myself canceled for saying this shit how to eugenics that fucking trait out of our fucking species that you know just desires power at any cost at it's oh fuck okay i'm gonna shut the fuck up it's it's such a mess the the problem with it is like the the way because like netanyahu was on his way out it was like people were protesting him and and then this happened and he might have known about it too which apparently egypt had tried to give him a heads up but it like it feels like it's just going to solidify his power because that's what always happens in theater. <laughs> yeah. You well, know? I mean, that's what Biden said is like, this is like five nine elevens or something. I'm like, like, okay, I didn't know we were doing the South Park math on that. You know, that's nine yeah. eleven times a thousand. No, but, but no, seriously though, if it's like five nine elevens, then maybe that's what it was. Is like, you know, he had a fucking idea that something was going to happen and didn't do it because it was politically expedient, which right. is the only conspiracy theory about that whole era that i could see as plausible that they had well i mean they absolutely had good intelligence that al-qaeda was going to do something yeah um uh they didn't know exactly what it was what what can't be proven is whether or not people that had the ability to act on that knew and didn't so that's where the where it's kind of sketchy but you know i don't know if i would put it past bush to just let a couple planes flying to a couple buildings full of people he doesn't really care about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The the other side too, like not only does back to to Israel and Palestine. Yeah. Um, not only does it like solidify um, Netanyahu's control, but Hamas's numbers go up every time Israel does some shit like this. Like every yep. fucking time. And and I feel like the 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 true answer to this problem. And you know you can correct me if I'm wrong. If you think if you think this is different, but I feel like the only answer to to this problem is please, like, just give Palestine like their statehood, like, and let them start doing like like international trade and everything else. Because like France and England, as an example, like had these big bloody battles for like I don't know a thousand plus years, yeah. and and the only thing that ever solved it was when they honored each other's statehoods and like started trade. And yeah. I, I feel like that's the only true answer here is like that's that it has to happen eventually. And I, I don't understand why it doesn't happen, but what a mess, dude. Like yeah. Netanyahu coming out and saying, um, he, he basically said like, oh, if there are civilians there, please flee because we're going to start bombing. But where are they going to go? Like they have nowhere to go. <laughs> like like yeah. Egypt didn't have an open border. Like what? Like that yeah, was just I mean, an ex- to do keep doing what just, just doing. run around in circles and maybe the bombs won't hit you as much right I mean, seriously oh, fuck no oh, fuck that i mean just like i said that's 
That's why I divide it between the people that are in charge, the cynical sociopathic assholes that seek power and got power over those people through shit like this in the first place, through stoking those hatreds and fears that go back, you know, thousands of years and the resentment and the, this is our land and all that fucking nationalist shit. Um, that's how they, they, they get power and they do it in every fucking country and it's a playbook and it's transparent and it keeps happening, keeps happening all over the fucking world. And it's not like it's not happening here to some extent either. So just the worst thing is it's, it's like a curse to be aware of how this plays out. I mean, I couldn't imagine being a actual historian that has a full, especially just of the 20th century, full knowledge of how all this shit played out. And then just, just sitting around today, I'd be like, fuck, nobody's <laughs> taking me seriously. Look, hey, here are all, all the right. warning signs. Look at this shit. Hey, no, this is what happened here, 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 here. And this is what's happening here, here, and here. Hey, maybe. No, no, man. Um, no. no it's, it's the CRT and the and the trans people. And, you know, yeah. they're coming for my coming for my social security check. And it's what the, the fuck, man. Right. God. And talk about picking a small marginalized group to to hate, like Jesus Christ! Uh, trans people—they're fucking—they're what? Maybe at most three percent of the population, at most. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's, that's what leave the fuck alone. Yeah, all this hate against them, and like the rest of us in California were like, "What? Like these trans people are new to you?" Like. Like we've seen trans people going back, like I don't know, I the seventies, like. like... Uh, oh, I guarantee some of those motherfuckers are that are like going in front of their their press conferences through their constituents and trying to, you know, oh, you know, just demon involved involved in this Bible and this and that. We're sitting there jamming it out to the Rocky Horror Picture Show and yeah, fucking, right? you know, just uh, like living the fuck up. And then they and then after the seventies rolled around, we're sitting there looking at all those dudes in the tight jeans and the, the teased up hair and the makeup like singing this and that you know just motherfucker you live through the 80s and you have a right. problem with trans people uh, fuck you uh such a weird thing to hate like oh again not hating russia but you know <laughs> like not hating the russian regime regime but oh really angry at i don't even know when that fucking switch flipped because I grew up in the 80s in the G.I. Joe Cobra U.S. versus uh, Russia allegory. You know, basically the Russians were fucking every bad guy in every movie. And yeah. that and it was it was even corny and lame to put Nazis in there because like, OK, come on, yeah, fucking Nazis. So who's worried about yeah. Nazis? You know, they're, they're like the token. They're done to death. Nobody cares anymore. They're not a threat. So yeah. but it was Russia. And now yeah. you can't even fucking. When did that switch flip? it's weird because like they're as far as like threats to us as a nation they're probably the number one threat people always say china this china that but china has like i think they have two aircraft carriers and one of them was sold (laughs) like secondhand from russia and then they're not battle tested at all which is yeah and that that's a big thing but russia meanwhile is battle tested as hell but i think they currently only have like one aircraft carrier too I mean, neither of them, they could, China and, I mean, let's be realistic, China and Russia could join forces and yeah. attack us and they, we would, we would stomp them. Like it would be yeah. like a fucking, yeah. 
it, it would be like a video game, you know, a session, you know, 48 hours, maybe, uh, I don't know. I'm maybe, just shit would drag on because they just keep throwing bodies at, at it, you know, yeah. be emptying well, Russian elementary schools and giving them like Mosins and sending them to the front lines. But yeah. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think the average, I don't think the average person who hasn't served or, or even like maybe, maybe wasn't even like front lines really understands that. But like, so we have, how many carrier groups do we have? God, I, don't ask me about Navy shit, but yeah. Last I remember it was 12. And so a carrier group is like, it's not just an aircraft carrier. It's an aircraft carrier with like destroyers and submarines Frigates and all like, the little. Yeah. yeah. So they roll around together and coordinate and like China has two aircraft carriers and they're not carrier groups and yeah. Russia has one. And you need those to win wars. So whenever whenever we stage two two aircraft carrier groups or two carrier groups anywhere, yeah. uh, it's basically us saying like we can fuck up everything in this area. Yeah. Like it's already over. <laughs> like um, it's its entire separate navy. It's 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 a yeah. whole contained navy. Yeah. yeah. Like for like almost every other country on the planet, you know, yeah. one of our carrier groups. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just complete air domination is what they're going to launch off from there. And I don't, I don't know, like, it's not only just like, like, you know, planes and everything else, but they're controlling the seas. But on top of that, naval gunfire is the nastiest mean, like if you absolutely need a mountain to vanish, like naval gunfire, yeah. hit it with, and it's gone. Yep. Uh, like, wow. like, cause you can't realistically take, you know, artillery, like army artillery and, you know, bring it to bear with the same amount of force because you can just park ships fucking anywhere and as long yeah. as it's within range they can level that shit yeah, it, yeah. it's it's insane i mean the, and you would have i don't even think you can mount the same size guns on rail cars mm -mm. no as they they have on, on navy ships i don't think so no like that that's why Nazis that's tried. why Nate, like <laughs> when i was an rto because i was an rto for like my first two years in the army because they yeah. They figured out I was the smart guy, so <laughs> infantry unit. I got I got placed as RTO, well, and you could call good. in. So yeah, you you could call in like you know um, mortars, and mortars do do a decent amount of damage. Like you can you can control like troops on the ground. You can call in a JDAM, which I actually got to do at one point, and that's a cool thing to see. Uh, that's the what is it the second most powerful bomb in our arsenal that's not nuclear? Or is it, no, it's well, the first in our arsenal. Well, we have the Moab, which, you know, oh, yeah, just Moab's the, the, the number one. Yeah, yeah. The JDAM's the second. Um, and uh, but naval gunfire was the one where they were like, nah. <laughs> if you have to call that in, everything is done. Like, <laughs> like that's <laughs> are so, you like, fuck that zip code in particular? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like everything's done there. So ah, wild it stuff. Just, the map is missing a grid square after you're done with it. It just, just whited out. Yeah, I, I really, I, 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 I know how it is. Like when you're when you're a grunt on the ground, you're a little bit, you, you kind of want to see those that that sort of ordinance and stuff like that. Like I had seen, um, Hellfire missiles like level a grove at one point, and that was cool to see. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I, I should I say it's cool? Like people are like, some I people mean, are gonna think like I'm. Like a if it wasn't cool, Hollywood wouldn't be fucking selling it. You know, they wouldn't be putting yeah. it on there. Yeah. So. Like, I don't know. Seeing stuff like that, I always thought was kind of cool because not everyone gets to see it, you know? Well, you, you have to admit it, it's cool, but fucking horrific. And it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, a, oh, yeah. it's a dichotomy. It's just, yeah. you know, you, you don't get one with the, at the other because 
they they weren't making bombs for the uh, celebration purposes. I mean, those are fireworks. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, just, yeah. yeah. It kind of reminded me of a. Uh... I don't know. It seems like lately, like every chance somebody gets like on social media, they're like, oh, I, I never condone violence. I don't condone violence. I don't violence in any form. And I'm always like, well, I mean, violence is a tool, man. Like, I don't know how you're going to like end genocide or stop oppression or remove dictators without some yeah. form of violence. Like, I mean, I, don't make me quote Highland here. Cause I mean, I, I know you, 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 you're as much you're more of a sci-fi nerd than I am. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's for those of you that aren't, you know, also a fuck you, but B, um, yeah, he said, um, the, what is it? The idea that violence never solved any problem is like the most ridiculous like concept ever. It's violence has solved more problems in history than any other factor. I mean, yeah. 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 Napoleon's problem. Hey, violence. Yeah. No dictators, violence. Yeah. Uh, Hitler, violence. Bunch of yeah. young men, you know, from Nebraska, you know, running through Germany. So violence. Yeah, yeah we I mean, had a Matt, there had Matt been Thornton on the podcast. Um, and he actually have a, has a book on that called um, uh, The Gift of Violence. And it's basically along the lines, those premise, he's a um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt instructor, et cetera, et cetera. And um, yeah, we had him on the show. He's a bit skews to the right. Uh, that's a that's fair to say. But I mean, he is he's right about that because people... And this is a soapbox of mine that um, it's the where it comes to um, expanding the definition of violence mm -hmm. uh, to include anything that causes suffering. Um, and I understand why people do it, but I disagree with it vehemently. So, you know, you know, uh, words are not violence. Uh, a brick to your head is violence. You yeah. Know, words can cause suffering and inflict harm. Yes. But yeah. you, you will walk away from words. Um, yeah. you will be in the ICU with a brick. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what a topic, man. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know where that leaves us, but, uh, I just, I mean, circling back to the, the dark side of the internet thing, it's, there's, a there's really for the people that grew up on the, you know, free free range, you know, no holds barred internet, which is what Bullshito started as uh, yeah. back in the day. Um, we were one of those sister sites with something awful, RIP low tax, uh, you bastard piece of shit, but, you know, started something glorious and, you know, it definitely didn't outlive you because who knows what the fuck's going on there. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, it was, it was wild. But then again, if you, if you look at it and you're honest with yourself, I've, if it's me being honest with myself, uh, it's painful to admit, but it is, it was like almost exclusively a bunch of white dudes talking to each other, maybe with a little bit more money in their pockets because they could figure out how to get on the internet. They had a computer. You didn't, you couldn't get on the, on these things without, with just a phone, your phone didn't do that. You had to type, you know, hit three buttons just to get a C if you're going to, you know, argue with somebody. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was, it was more privileged people that could, be on yeah. those forums so of course it's going to be uh, a good time for people that you know have more of our skin color and god help you if you're a fucking woman uh, oh yeah on, on the yeah, internet back a, then it was a pretty bigoted era of, era of the internet uh, it, it was a locker room it was a big yeah. fucking locker room full of white dudes yeah. and you know occasionally you know you'd have somebody that 
you know, just didn't give a fuck or whatever. They didn't show their, you know, what they look like and, but they'd get mobbed and it, anything different. I mean, dropping a, you know, the three letter F bomb, uh, like, like it was nothing. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it was a big fucking locker room. And, uh, I'm, I'm sad to say that, you know, we contributed some of that because for the longest time there was basically zero moderation on our forums and yeah. it worked, but the only reason it worked is because the senior members of the forum could literally beat the fuck out of you. That was it. And that was the topic of discussion, whether or not you could kick somebody's ass. So there's the, it was a perfect storm of not getting too bad you know, on the worst parts of things, because you can literally get your ass kicked for the shit that you say. Yeah. Um, but I don't see how that would work on like Reddit, you know, Yeah. or any other website. So you just have to ban people. That, that's it. Yeah. God, man, I feel like, cause I look back at that old, like something awful time, like with a lot of nostalgia, but now that you've pointed that out to me, I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It kind of, kind of taints it, you know, it's a little tarnished. Don't you realize that? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's mostly dudes that could afford internet service and had a decent PC and, and that kind of thing versus now. And yeah. I used to, I'm, I'm guilty of complaining that the internet went downhill once smartphones, you know, became smart enough for people that were dumb enough to get on the internet, you know, to get onto the internet, but in a good way, in a way it's, it's better because yes, there's a bunch of people sharing their completely uninformed opinions on shit all over the place. And it's, you know, after what Android release and the iPhone and just fucking society has gone downhill, since. but it has also given that one kid that didn't give a fuck about any of this nonsense and culture war shit access to wikipedia yeah or yeah. he could sit there and watch a youtube video on how to build a town in minecraft or do something that actually is fucking interesting yeah well, it really has helped a lot of people but i i always wonder because like there's so much misinformation but i always wonder like how much it's improved other people's lives because it really does seem like it's it's given plenty of people a voice that just had never had one before yeah throughout yeah history. which is Definitely when it comes to minorities in the United States, because I mean, I, I, there's so much that before, like I said, it was, it was big white boy club, but now it's, um, you know, there's entire segments of sites, Twitter and whatever, whatever still exists out there. Um, the TikTok, you know, uh, yeah. but, <laughs> but you know, you know, it's, a, it's better. It's more proportionally representative of the population. Yeah. And um, I would even argue that, you know, some, some like, like, let's just say black Twitter or, you know, the TikTok videos, et cetera, et cetera, has a larger representation, you know, compared to its, its size, you know, demographically, because I mean, honestly, it's more fucking entertaining. There's, there's cooler shit on there and some yeah. people just don't give a fuck. And they're going to do wild shit. Yeah. So versus, you know, some asshole sitting around talking about guns or, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> so, stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. This is sort of off topic, kind of. Um, we were talking about like the the birth of all that stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure I witnessed the birth of memes on something awful, because like, <laughs> so. Oh, what were you gonna say? I know. I I, I I think I know what you're talking about, but go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay, so I was on there when there was a certain user who got relatively famous for what he did, called Goatsy. And... Oh, Goatsy. <laughs> yeah. So. 
for anyone who doesn't know, which I don't know if you're on Bullshito and you don't know, but they yeah, don't want to say it. No, no, just don't Google this. Don't just, Google we'll, we'll it. We'll explain it to you. Essentially, a guy who had reached in full hands and stretched his... Why is there fireworks behind me? Oh. I'm describing Goatsy. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> oh, that's great. Stretched his um, ass open? Yeah. Uh, and so he posted the picture to something awful, and people immediately started making images where it would say... Um, it, it said like, you know, it showed like a kid crying and it said like, warn your child about Goatsy before it's too late. And then if you see Goatsy, call the police type shit. And it yeah. was just all these like early memes that like took off from there. And then I think yeah. all the Photoshop Fridays started pushing it forward and like everything just went nuts from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really was there. It was because the Richard Dawkins created, coined the term meme in the seventies to explain like yeah. a unit of cultural transmission versus a gene which is you know biological transmission so it was a concept and you know it, it it's a fucking great it's probably the best thing richard dawkins has ever done because goddamn if you read his posts on twitter you're like fuck dude just just don't man just just die and retire with your credibility intact but um he um yeah so when it, it became the first because i remember when they were called image macros yeah, because before there wasn't a term for it. It was like, and then for there was this weird awkward period where people that somehow, if you ever met them in real life, would call them memes. Yeah, memes. Uh, yeah, I, I'm like, I had uh, said that at one point, and I still cringe about the friend I sent said that to. So because uh, I didn't know how to pronounce them either. Memes. No, I actually. God, remember the the chanology thing? Um, when they when something awful and like four chan and. All the yeah. all the you know, the grittier websites, the bullshit to a little extent too, just piled on with that fucking fuck Scientology shit. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. So I I actually went to one of their 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 protests where they were like standing on a street corner, you know, protesting across the street from a um, Scientology church, and um just you just see what's going on, um yeah. because you know it was happening and you're whatever um, and there somebody there said, oh do you like memes? And I'm like. Try not to throw up in my mouth, <laughs> but so yeah, uh, I I still cringe about that. And anyone who knows me knows I'm like a, I'm like a meme crackhead. Like I I get I the absolute worst and meanest memes, and, and like and I'm like immediately like I'm gonna go torture my family on Facebook. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I mean it, it's a great. I I think it's fucking great, and I think hundred years from now, um. Yeah. Our, our anthropologists are going to study them seriously, not like, ha ha, I'm the quirky, you know, purple haired anthropologist yeah. that, that wants to do this and do my dissertation on it because it's new and different. No, the, the serious ones with the fucking like elbow patches on their, their tweed jackets are going to be like, oh, yes, well, the memes and blah, 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 that they're fucking conferences. But yeah. um, it, it's cool. I, I love it. I, my biggest thing, and I, I'm, I'm you know, nobody probably remembers this. I remember ytmnd.com, which was audio memes. So it was like a like a gift. You're the man now, dog. You're the man now, dog. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And there were some that were just very not okay because it yeah. was, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, but it was there were there were no guardrails at all for anything, but they were genius because it would combine just like like a gif or whatever with an audio clip. It was so simple, but they were brilliant. It was like 10 years ahead of, ahead of his time. 
Yeah. Because I mean, Instagram's doing that now, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. Well, I think when you're talking about like a hundred years from now, I think it, cause it counts as art to me, especially, especially, so I am a giant art history buff. And I actually was at one point I was, when I got out of the army, I was like, well, I, I took an art history class and I was like, I love this. I'm going to become an art history major. And then I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with an art history degree? Like, what is there to do with it? Yeah. Um, but so if I can gush for a minute about art history, um, so a lot of people don't understand like the modern art movement. Like they don't, they don't get it at all. And the reason being is because, uh, and keep in mind, I talk with my hands a lot. I'm sorry. If I oh, no, no, please. It's because like, I, I tend to sign a lot because I, I know ASL. So when I'm not signing, I'm just like sitting here, like idle hands and stuff like that. Um, um, anyways, uh, so art history. Um, the thing about the modern art movement that a lot of people don't understand is like, until you understand like an artist's history or what he was going through at that time, you, you're not going to understand the piece and people don't get it. Like a lot of people have this really sort of simplified view of art where they say like, Oh, if it looks beautiful, it's an expression of the soul. It looks beautiful. That's art. And it's like, mm, yeah, but also like art can be used to sell things. Art can be used, you know, as an expression of grief. Art can be used as a weapon, like there is so much more to art than just the basics of, oh, it looks pretty. Um, and so you have to sort of understand it. And to, to give you an idea about it, like I was I was researching one artist and I can't remember his name, but like his pieces look like they were like nice fields and like, you know, a sunset or something. And then all at once, like his pieces became like these three headed figures with like long noses and like they're standing in a city that's like, got this green fog through it and i was like what the fuck happened to this dude should i be swearing here oh yeah yeah okay. yeah, yeah i was like what the fuck happened to this dude and uh it turns out like he was in world war one so his his entire work changed at that point or there was yeah because the fields he saw were not just beautiful green fields it was just no. death and toxic chemicals and fucking misery yep and his art oh. was better for it that's the crazy thing about like that sort of thing and there was another artist too where i was like going through stuff and i was like what is this and it was just like a bunch of balls with like motion lines in like a black background and i was like this is stupid like what am i looking at and uh and and like i i, I didn't understand it because i was still really new to, to to that scene and it turns out like i was like sitting there i was like this is stuff i painted like as a kid but it turns out he was living at a time where they just split the atom so he was super obsessed with like splitting the atom. So he was just painting what he thought it might look like. And I thought, oh, that's God, that's amazing, dude. Um, yeah. To get to the point that I'm trying to make is like art tended to be like that when the modern art movement started. People would argue over what could be art and what isn't art and it would stick with people. And oftentimes it was the argument that would sell the piece. Um, like... The best example is the fountain, you know, Marcel Duchamp, the fountain. Okay. Did you know about that piece at all or? Uh, not off the top of my head, but yeah, I, I've heard okay. the name. It's super famous for the fact that it's, it's, he basically, I, I don't know. Should I tell you what he was trying to do first before I tell I'll tell you the piece first. So okay. the piece is a urinal that is like sitting up and it's just a urinal that he signed. And there's not even one piece. There's like seven of them, I think, but they're just urinals that he's ripped off the wall and signed. And the argument is whether or not this is art. Now, 
uh, a lot of people are like, well, I could have done this. This is just garbage. And I think at one point, like a gallery member had thrown one of his pieces, like almost tried to throw it away. Um, but the argument for it was he was trying to take something that people were aesthetically neutral about that they just they maybe used every day but didn't pay much attention to and point out that it was like, you know, it was symmetrical. It was actually sort of like, yeah, there you go. It was actually sort of aesthetically pleasing. It almost looked like a sculpture. But but it's just something you don't care about, and that that could be art. And if you yeah. could prove that that could be art, then everything could be art. And so that was his argument. And people would argue about it till they were blue in the face. But then they were like, I can't get this piece out of my head. And it was like the first early memes before like it got declared memes. Yeah, yeah. No, that's see, I, I've never heard a pro, um, an opinion on modern art um, that wasn't. Uh, that was negative about it and you know that wasn't from somebody that's just a fucking regressive chud you know yeah. some some dipshit who probably has a roman statue as his avatar and in, in like on his social media accounts and he's like i love marcus aurelius and you so much stoic and you know motherfucker and then goes on to beat his wife or something but yeah yeah so it's just those guys uh but no it's just um, an art degree an art history degree would be something that if we live in a society that actually gave a shit about people thriving and having meaningful lives that you could get for fun and you don't even re need a reason you just do it so you you have you understand it you go yeah. through that you fucking get a good grade in the damn class and you, you know you're like i have a degree in this because i fucking like this that's it yeah. that's the only reason because yeah. i'm a human being and i want to understand art fuck you i don't need a a purpose to exist and thrive so. yeah especially when it comes to art like i feel like artists and creators are just not celebrated enough like, well i mean there's a, an argument to be made that the entire point of humanity itself is art because yeah. er, that's that's the end product of our existence because after we're fucking you know like just trampled and replaced by the roaches you know they'll be making galleries of us you know of the shit that we have left them be like Oh, man, it's sad they wiped themselves out with their stupid shit. You know, I wish we could have known them. But we know their art. 